Mindset Mentor is proudly sponsored by Amica Insurance. Amica Insurance is all about empathy. They know your auto, home, and life insurance are more than just policies. Home insurance is about protecting the life you've built. Auto insurance is about protecting you on the road ahead. That's why Amica takes a consultative approach to help protect what matters most to you. They're a customer-owned insurance company that puts your needs first, and their representatives are available 24-7 for claim-related matters. As Amika says, empathy is our best policy. The Taste of the Mediterranean sales event is going on now through March 19th at Whole Foods Market. It's a store-wide flavor-packed journey of regionally inspired selections. Save on Mediterranean-inspired flavors like Parmigiano-Reggiano, charcuterie, and ground lamb. Find sales on Animal Welfare certified meat. Save on seafood like whole branzini and sustainable wild-cut sockeye salmon. Stock up on wallet-happy Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles and whole wheat pita pockets. Wines from the sun-soaked vineyards of Spain, Greece, and Italy start at just $8.99. Must be 21 plus. Please drink responsibly. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to today's episode of the Mindset Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Dial. If you have not yet done so, hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another podcast episode. And if you're out there and you love this podcast, you'll also probably love my new book, which is called Level Up, How to Get Focused, Stop Procrastinating, and Upgrade Your Life. It is the step-by-step process to understand your mind, why you hold yourself back, and understand the psychology of how to take action and create habits. So if you want to go ahead and get it, it is available wherever books are. Today, we're going to talk about how to stop caring about other people's judgment of you and also just how overall to stop being offended. We're going to talk about not worrying about other people's judgments, not worrying about other people's opinions, because all too often I get so many messages from people that just say like, I'm, I'm so worried about taking action because I'm worried about what my mom's going to say. I'm worried about what my, my aunt is going to say. I'm worried about my father who said you went to school to be an engineer. Why would you go and do this other thing? And last week, I actually got an Instagram message, and the question was really around how to deal with someone that says things to you that hurts you all the time. So, you know, I have this relationship with this person. They say things to hurt me all the time. And I saw that message come through, and I was like, you know what? I should do a podcast episode on this, which this is also why it's good to follow me on Instagram. Uh, That's where I usually communicate with people, my followers the most. So if you want to follow me on there, it's Rob Dial Jr., R-O-B-D-I-A-L-J-R. And if you have ideas for podcast episodes, send them through. Maybe you'll hear me talk about it. Um, So the first thing I'll tell you is this. If you are worried about other people's judgments, opinions, if somebody is talking down to you, the first thing I want you to understand is you have to stop hanging out with people who talk down to you. There's so many people that message me that are like, how do I deal with this person? And I'm like, the best way to deal with them is to stop dealing with them. Just remove them from your life. It's like saying like, hey, it hurts when I touch here. And it's like, okay, we'll stop touching there. That's, that's kind of what it comes down to. And, and I realize that for some of you that are listening, like that's impossible because the person who offends me or the person who talks down to me is my spouse or it is my mother or it is my father or it's my sister. Well, in that case, you need to make some adjustments. There's two options. Either number one, you stay with that person. You stay in a relationship with them. Uh, I guess there's two options or three options. There's, you either stay in a relationship with them. Number two is you change your relationship with them. You spend less time with them. Or number three, you actually don't have that person in your life anymore. And I've gotten some hate before in the past of saying that people should, you know, if, if, if somebody is really rude to them, they should stop hanging out with them even if it is one of their parents. And I've had some people that have said, oh, you should never tell someone not to hang out with their parents or not to be with their mom. 
And my response to that is you should see some of the messages that I get as to how terrible some people's parents are to them. I'm talking about like the worst things I've heard sometimes come from somebody who is in a relationship with her parents. And so I'm not saying that this is something that you have to do. I'm giving you options. It's your life. You can choose what you want to do. But really what it comes down to is you've got to stop hanging out with people who are holding you back. You've got to stop hanging out with people who are talking trash to you when you're just trying to do your best. You don't, you have to stop hanging out with people who, who don't want the best for you or people who cut you down. Or whenever you're successful, they find holes in your success. You know what I mean? Like they're the type of people where, where if you won the lottery, they'd be like, oh my God, do you know how much you have to pay in taxes? You're not even going to take home all of that $40 million. You know, like they're those types of people. Uh, they're the people who, who throw in the little tiny negative comments, just the little, little tiny jabs. And it's like death by a thousand cuts. It's like the one cut doesn't hurt, but if it's over and over and over again, it's like, dude, how much longer can I take this person's shit? And really what it comes down to is you have to decide that the people that you surround yourself with might be the most important thing in your entire life. And there is study after study after study about how the people that you surround yourself with dictate the life you're going to have. There's a, the longest study on happiness, which is over 85 years old at this point, was done by Harvard. And they found out the happiest people are the ones that have deep, meaningful relationships. And the ones that have toxic relationships actually have been found to be the equivalent of not taking care of your body, of smoking cigarettes, of not working out. And so they've actually found over these 80 years of studying people's lives that people who have the best relationships actually live longer. Not the most relationships, but the best relationships. The people who have the most toxic relationships don't tend to live as long. And so really what it comes down to is you've got to, before anything else, if you're like, hey, how do I not be offended by these people? How do I not care about other people's opinions, other people's judgments? How do I not... Um, how do I work with somebody who's constantly talking down to me? The first immediate response is, can you figure out a way to distance yourself from that person? I don't really know who they are in your life and I don't care who they are in your life, but really what it comes down to is you need to be able to have an environment, a social environment that is for your happiness, for your joy, for your success, for your love and anything that's outside of that, you need to see if you can remove. And so that's the first thing I want you to think about as you're really starting to think about that. And I'll talk a little bit more about your circle in just a minute. Next thing I think about when I, when I think about this is um, is really interesting thing to think about is that nobody can say something to you that hurts without you already believing that thing. So nobody can say something to you and that offends you unless that thing that offends you is something that you already either subconsciously or consciously believe in some sort of way. You know, there's many things that I could come up to you and I could say and none of them would offend you but I could say one thing to you and that thing offends you. That thing is actually what you believe in yourself. And so that comes down to your own self-doubt. That comes down to your own self-love. You know, I've told this story so many times in the podcast, but it's so ridiculously relevant. But one of my friends, Ryan, he had a really successful business. He was like mid-20s and he was, you know, had this business that was doing millions of dollars a year. And he was taking a walk with his mentor and his mentor said, so Ryan, how's the business going? It seems like you're crushing it. And he said, man, you know what? Like every time I get an email from like a customer who wants to return their product or tells me that the product broke or that I, I made a shitty product, he's like, every time I get those emails, I just want to shut it all down. And so from the outside looking in, it's like, it looks like he's crushing it. From the inside out, he was like just frustrated with the fact that he was getting some emails or negative comments or reviews. And uh, his mentor, who was, you know, in his 50s at the time, 
I said, yeah, I know why. And Ryan says, why? He goes, because you're insecure. You're insecure about those things. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm insecure. He goes, well, I'll give you an example. If a lady came up to you right now, we're walking down the street and said, hey, you have pink hair. What would you think? He's like, I don't know. I don't have pink hair. He said, what would you think? He goes, I probably think she's crazy because I don't actually have pink hair. And so then he said, okay, but if a lady came up to you right now and said, hey, I bought your product and your product sucks. And you start to feel something inside of you. You have to realize when you feel that thing inside of you, it's only because you already believe that. You don't believe you have pink hair. It doesn't offend you. But you believe that your product sucks. You believe it's inferior. Maybe you don't believe in 100% and have 100% conviction into this thing. And so really what it comes down to is that no one can make you feel inferior without your consent, which is what Eleanor Roosevelt says. You know, if someone says, I don't like your hair, if you don't really care what your hair looks like, that's not going to offend you. I don't like your hair color. No big deal. I don't like your voice. No big deal. But when you have a, a wound or an insecurity around something and somebody brings up that wound or kind of pokes it with their finger and it hurts, it's because that insecurity already existed. They're not making you feel that way. What they're doing is they're bringing up something that's already inside of you. That anger that you feel is something that lives inside of you. That sadness that you feel is something that lives inside of you. That frustration that you feel is something that lives inside of you. It's not something that the person gives you by what they say. It's them showing you where you're not free. No one can make you feel something that hurts you unless you already believe it to be true. So as pissed off as you might be, as hurt as you might be, that person is giving you a gift. Even though they're pissing you off, they're giving you a gift. They're showing you where you're not free. They're showing you where you are hung up in your own mind. They're showing you where you still need work. Hey, do you want to learn a new language? Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. Choose from one of 25 languages like Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish. Fast track your learning acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a natural way. And my favorite part of Rosetta Stone is the true accent feature. I get feedback on how well I'm pronouncing words like a local. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and can be used on desktop or as an app with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. And for a limited time, Mindset Mentor listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. So visit rosettastone.com slash mentor. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash mentor today. Hey, do you have any subscriptions that you forgot about? Well, Rocket Money is a personal financing app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscription, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash mindset mentor. That's rocketmoney.com slash mindset mentor, rocketmoney.com slash mindset mentor. That's a gift. Oh, thank you, universe, God, whatever you believe in by coming and showing me where I'm not free through this person who's completely triggering me right now. You know, life is just a constant 
up-leveling of growth, and it never really stops. It's constantly, oh, I'm triggered here. I'm noticing I'm not free. I'm noticing my programming. I'm triggered here. I'm noticing my programming. I'm triggered here. I'm, I'm noticing my programming. Life is constantly showing you what's where you're not free so that you can either fold or that you can work through it and you can level up in some sort of way in your life. You will never arrive to a moment in your life where you're just 100% perfect. There is no destination. There's no way to not have any baggage. There's no way to not have any flaws. There's no way to not have any triggers. There's no way to just never have a temper or never feel emotion or be perfectly calm all of the time in the middle of a tornado. You're a human and you have to realize that I, I believe, you know, like I've, I've known some people that have been extremely enlightened compared to me, like way further in on the journey and they get to their 80s and they get to their 90s and they still talk about how they're not free from a lot of their things. They still talk about how they've been working on themselves for 60, 70, 80 years. They've been putting time in and they're still not free. And I'm going, damn it. Well, if they're not free, I don't know if I'm ever going to get free. Right. That's fine. And so when you realize that there is no destination that you get to where you're just perfect, it allows you to just have some more awareness and go, OK, all right. I see, Rob, where you're hung up. Let's go ahead and let's work through this. This is also really important why self-belief is why self-belief is such an important thing to think about. Because if you fully believe in yourself, if you fully believe, like fully believe in yourself, it doesn't actually matter what anybody says to you. Because you don't believe that. They're saying something to you, and do I believe them? Are they okay? They're telling me XYZ. Do I believe XYZ? No, because I think this of myself. I believe in myself so much that it doesn't matter what you say to me. I believe in my purpose so much that it doesn't matter what you say to me. That's what we're trying to work towards. So how do we start to believe in ourselves is the natural next question. Okay, if I believe fully in myself, that almost like puts a barrier around me where when someone throws their shit at me, I'm like, ah, doesn't stick, doesn't really matter. So then how do we build that belief in ourselves? There's a couple different ways. I think one of the most important ways to build confidence in yourself is to continuously, continually, whatever the right answer would be there. I don't know what it is. I'm not an English expert. Uh, but, but always push yourself to do something that you don't want to do or to do something that makes you a little bit uncomfortable every single day, something that's a little bit outside of your comfort zone. Why is that? Because confidence doesn't only come from succeeding at things. Confidence also comes, and sometimes it comes even more often, by doing something that you didn't want to do. Whether you succeed or whether you fail, you watched yourself do something you didn't want to do for your own best interest. And so you showed up for yourself, whether you succeed or whether you failed, you, succeed, you, you showed up for yourself and showing up for yourself and doing something that you didn't want to do builds a little bit of confidence. You didn't want to go for a run, you went for a damn run. You didn't want to wake up, you woke up early. And doing the things that are good for you is what's really important. And there's many studies that show that this is true. There's a, a thing that uh, Albert Bandura came up with called the self-efficacy theory. And really what it comes down to is it revolves around the individual's belief in their ability to succeed in specific situations or to be able to accomplish tasks. And what they found out was that one of the primary ways to build self-confidence is through situations where the individual faces challenges and either succeeds or fails, but they at least put themselves into the challenge. And then overcoming the obstacles, achieving the goals, all of those are great and they help build confidence. But what's most important is the person putting themselves in challenging situations and, and actually doing something that they didn't want to do or doing something outside of their comfort zone or seeing that there was a challenge, they faced it anyway. 
And they, even if they fail, they go, well, damn it, at least I showed up for myself. At least I saw that challenge and I showed up. That's really important. And so if you're trying to build confidence, you got to ask yourself, am I just doing the same things every single day or am I constantly trying to push myself out of my comfort zone? Am I trying to change my circle? Am I trying to, to be different than the people that are around me? Am I trying to be, get into a circle where people make me better? You know, we've heard over and over again that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if the people around you don't want the best for you, if they don't want your success, if they try to make you play small, if they, you know, throw in those subtle negative remarks, find a new circle, figure it out. Because there's also study after study after study that shows that who you hang out with, you become. And so we've all heard the phrase, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And that's all awesome and stuff. But is there actual fact in it? Like, is there scientific proof that shows that a person will mold and shift themselves depending on who they surround themselves with? Funny you should ask that question. Yes, there is. There's a couple different ones. There's one that's called the Framington, uh, uh, Framingham Heart Study. It is a study that's been going on since 1948. And in 2007, two researchers analyzed the data from 1948 to 2007. And the study found out that various behaviors, traits, which also include happiness, obesity, and smoking habits spread throughout social networks, which shows through all of this is that you become who you surround yourself with. They found, this is an interesting study that they found, uh, interesting finding that they found in that study. They found that if a close friend becomes obese, if you have a close friend that becomes obese, your chances of becoming obese increase by 57%. So it shows that your social circle significantly influences your behaviors and habits. And so when a lot of people are like, hey, I'm trying to be more, more, I'm trying to be happier, I'm trying to do better, but nobody in my life really wants the same. What do I do? I'm, a lot of times I'm just honest with them. Just try to find a new circle where success and happiness becomes natural for you, not something that you have to fight for. There was also another study that was called the Rosenquist study on depression. And uh, the study examined how happiness and depression spread within your closest social networks. And so they found uh, that having a friend who becomes depressed, if you have a friend that becomes depressed, your chances of becoming uh, depressed as well increase exponentially. On the other side of that, though, having a friend who's incredibly happy can decrease your chances of depression and potentially increase your overall happiness, which shows you that not only are you happy if your friends are happy, not only are you depressed or more likely to be happy if your friends are happy or more likely to be depressed if your friends are depressed, you're also more likely to be obese if your friends are obese. And so it really comes down to like looking at your social circle and saying, is this social circle the one that I want to surround myself with? And then the last tip that I'll give you around this as well is really just start to be careful who you're taking advice from. If you're getting offended, if you're worried about other people's judgments, all of this, be careful who you surround yourself with. You know, like, I love my mom. She's great, but I would never take advice from my mom on how to grow my Instagram. Why? My mom doesn't even have an Instagram. But how many people are out there not starting a business because your mom or dad or friends are saying that it's a terrible idea, yet they've never had a successful business? It's the same thing. I'm like, would you, would you take advice from you know, somebody who is homeless on how to be a millionaire? Probably not. If I said, hey, you've got, to, you've got to find one mentor to mentor you on how to become a millionaire, go find them. What would you want to find? Someone who's a millionaire. And so you've got to start asking yourself the question like, 
would I want to trade places with the person who's giving me advice? If someone's giving me relationship advice, but they've had just terrible relationships since I've known them, probably not the person I want to take relationship advice from. If someone's trying to give me business advice and they've literally never had a business, why would I ever take business advice from them? And so we've got to be really um, diligent on who we take our advice from. And would we want to trade positions with them with where they are in their life? And so really what it comes down to is, is there's many different ways to work on yourself, to not be offended, to not care about other people's judgments, not care about other people's opinions. And But what it comes down to most is, number one, your own self-belief, your own self-confidence, because that basically just puts a firewall around you and you don't care what anybody says to you because you're so confident in your own personal abilities that the haters mean nothing to you. And the second thing, if you want to make it easier, just start paying attention to who you surround yourself with. How do you not be offended by other people's opinions and judgments? Don't, don't hang out with other people who are constantly judging you. Quite simple. And so that's really what it comes down to is notice your own internal talk and then notice the talk of the people that are around you as well. So that's what I got for you for today's episode. If you love this episode, please share it on your Instagram stories and tag me in it, Rob Dial Jr., R-O-B-D-I-A-L-J-R. That's also where you can reach out to me if you have any podcast ideas, tips that you want to, hey, I'd love for you to talk about this. Can't guarantee that I'll talk about it, but I do look through all of them and try to see what you guys want me to talk about. And um, with that, I'm gonna leave the same way I leave every single episode. Make it your mission to make someone else's day better. I appreciate you and I hope that you have an amazing day. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.